0: Listening to the voice of God is a really popular subject these days and something that I've been getting a lot of questions about. So I decided to make an episode because I wanted to answer some of the basic questions about it and encourage you in the process. So if you want to know how to listen to the voice of God, how do I get started, what is God speaking to me, I hope you're ready for a fun ride. Let's get to it. You're listening to Theology Gals. A podcast for women to learn theology in a practical and applicable way. Come join the roundtable and discover all that God has for you. Here's your host, Jadi. Listening to the voice of God is probably one of the most asked questions that I get. And it's actually something that I really love to answer. And something that I like to say when I do answer this question, when I do just guide somebody on their journey of how do I hear the voice of God, how do I know that it's God when he's talking to me, is when you listen to the voice of God, you have to understand that it's something that happens gradually. And I also like to use the analogy that Listening to God is like a muscle. When you go work out in the gym, you have to go work out multiple times on a consistent basis in order to train your muscles to grow and to actually see results. It's the same way when we hear the voice of God. When God speaks to us, we have to understand that it is like a muscle that needs to be worked out, that needs to be stretched in order to truly understand and to hear him and to not have that doubt. It's something that takes time and something that we learn and grow into. When we listen to the voice of God, we have to make sure that it's a priority in our lives to be able to listen to him and to be able to walk with him and hear his voice throughout our lives. Mark 4.24 says, And he said to them, Take care about what you hear. The measure you use will be the measure you receive, and more will be added to you. The more that we decide that listening to God is a priority in our life and in our faith, the more that God will speak to us, will make it clear that it's his voice speaking. One of the major struggles that I find that people deal with when they're trying to decipher whether God is speaking to them is actually being able to tell whether it was God or not. And something that I like to advise when this is the case is to ask yourself whether that's something that God would tell you or something that the enemy would tell you. Now, if something is prompting you to give some money to the person next to you, to pray for whoever you're in contact with, to give them a compliment, to be a blessing in any kind of way. And you ask yourself, is this God talking to me or is the enemy talking to me? I think it's safe to say that that's God. The enemy is not going to ask you to bless another person. He's not going to ask you to pray for them, to encourage them, to compliment them and be that light for them. But God will. And I've even gotten the question of, okay, but what if it's me wanting to hear from God? And to that, I would even say that that's still good practice to listening to the voice of God, because if you're genuinely seeking him and genuinely asking God to speak to you, doing little things like that will not only be a blessing to those around you, but it'll show God that you're willing to do what it takes to listen to him and to obey him. 1 Samuel chapter 3 is actually a really good example of this because it tells the story of Samuel listening to the voice of God, but at first he doesn't actually realize that it's God. He thinks it's Eli calling him. So every time that He hears his name and it's the Lord. He goes to Eli. And after so often, Eli realizes, oh, this is God talking to him. That's why he keeps getting up and coming to me as if I were calling his name. So Eli instructs him to go back to bed and say, speak, Lord, your servant is listening. The next time that he hears his name and he tells them that it's God speaking to him. And I think this is just such a really beautiful example of listening to God and obeying. Because although Samuel didn't realize it was the Lord at the beginning, he was still obeying and going to Eli when he thought he was calling his name. Another helpful tool to decipher whether God is speaking to you is to ask him to provide you with scriptures to back up whatever it is that he's saying to you. And I really like this one because it's important to remember that God is never going to ask you to do something that's contrary to his word. So if God is asking you to bless somebody in need and you're not sure whether it's him or not, ask him to provide you with the Bible verse that corresponds with that action, with that act of obedience. And I'm sure that he'll provide it for you and that you'll see, okay, if this is in the Bible and I feel led to do something, clearly this is God. And as I've mentioned before, listening to God and hearing his voice is a process, not only in recognizing it, but in hearing it and acting upon it and obeying him. And the process looks a little like this. At the beginning, we listen to God. Then we understand what he has to say. After we trust that what God says is God. And then finally, we are transformed by what he has spoken to us. This process is really important to God, but because God is so kind and gracious to us, he doesn't expect us to get this right away. God will go step by step with us to make sure that when we listen to him, that we understand that it's him and are confident in what he's saying to us. And as we go through this process, the first two steps are actually not that difficult. When I come in contact with people who are trying to listen to the voice of God and having questions, what I've found is that typically number one and number two aren't really the stumbling blocks. The first is listening to God and the second is understanding what he has to say. When people tell me what they're going through and how they think they hear God, they hear something and they understand something because they tend to present it to me. Whether they feel prompted to pray for somebody, whether they feel led to give to somebody, to pay for the coffee of the person behind them in the drive-through, all of these things are things that many of us have felt before, that we feel this prompting to do these things. That is God. That's God nudging you. That's God prompting you to be a blessing, to see if you're going to obey when he listens to you. And the step in this process that I find that many people have trouble with is number three, which is trusting in what God says doubt and fear are some of the biggest tools that the enemy uses especially in today's day and age if the enemy can plant even the smallest seed of doubt then that is something that's going to hinder us from listening to god because trusting what he says means trusting that it's god there comes a point in this process of listening to the voice of god and obeying what he's telling us to do where we need to simply trust that it's the lord if something is prompting you to be a blessing if something is prompting you to do something beneficial for another person we can have confidence in knowing that that was the lord because the enemy is never going to ask you to be a blessing for another person to pray for another person to be kind to another person the enemy comes to steal kill and destroy and that means anything that he can possibly steal kill or destroy whether that's our hope, our friendliness, our kindness. These are things and actions that genuinely impact people in a very positive and profound way. So of course the enemy is not going to want us to do them. He's not going to want us to uplift people and to bless people. God's going to want us to do that kind of thing. So if we start with paying for the coffee of the person behind us in the drive through line, As we feel prompted to do so and trust that God is genuinely speaking to us, as we continue to flex that muscle to build that trust in what God is speaking to us, God will continue to speak to us and continue to tell us things that are bigger and more profound. As we go on through this journey of listening to his voice, it'll start with pay for that person's coffee, give them a compliment, but eventually as again, we continue to flex that muscle, it can become into, hey, this is what I want you to do with your life. This is the calling that I have for you. So when we're listening to the voice of God and starting to put that into practice, a really good tool that I actually recently heard about is to put yourself in a situation where you have the ability to just sit in silence for a couple of minutes. Now I know this can look different for everyone and it might be a little more difficult for some than most, but. If we genuinely want to listen to the voice of God, I believe that this is a really helpful tool that will help us get started and get on the right path. So, for example, if you take 5-10 minutes every day, every week, whatever your schedule allows, to just sit in silence and say, God, your servant is here, I am listening, God will use those moments to speak to you. Whether it's through a song that pops into your head, whether it's through a Bible verse that you feel on your heart, those are the moments that God uses to begin to speak to you so that as you get further along down the road, he'll be able to tell you bigger and greater things. And again, I feel it's very important just to remember that you have to differentiate whether it's something that the enemy is going to say to you or that God is going to say to you. If a worship song pops into your heart while you're in that moment of silence, it's probably not the enemy. The enemy is not going to give you a worship song to sing and to dwell on to be able to lift your spirit. That's God. If you're in those moments and you're thinking about somebody who was really mean and nasty to you and you're having one of those conversations in your head where you just want to tell them off, to tell them how you really feel in a really negative way and just in a non-constructive, non-beneficial conversation, that's probably not God because, again, what does God's word say? He wants us to treat others with kindness, tender-heartedness, and forgive them as God forgives us. So if those aren't the emotions or the kind of conversation that you're having in your head as you're sitting in this moment of silence then that's probably not the lord if you're thinking about this moment and you're thinking man i think i need to forgive them and i need to tell them that i forgive them that's probably god and this is also why it's important as i referenced before to ask god to give you a verse to give you a bible verse that confirms what he's speaking to you because the one that i just referenced is ephesians four thirty-two: be kind to one another tenderhearted forgiving one another as god in christ forgave you so this is a good example of the same situation but how the enemy can try and take over that moment versus if god is trying to speak to you through thinking about that moment on top of speaking through the Bible, God actually communicates with us through a number of different ways. The first being through his Holy Spirit. If you ever felt that nudge in your heart, that push to do something that maybe a little bit out of your comfort zone, but you knew would be a blessing. I know I referenced this a lot, but I feel like it's a pretty basic example that everybody can relate to. If you're in the coffee drive through line and you feel like you should pay for the person behind you, Before you even get to the window and realize that the person in front of you began that, uh, I believe it's called like a train of kindness, and you feel that prompting to do that, to pay for their coffee, for the person behind you, that's the Lord, that's God, that's the Holy Spirit nudging you and saying, hey, you should do this. Whether we actually obey or not is a different story, but that's why this is a journey. The Holy Spirit will continue to nudge us in the direction that he wants us to go to nudge us into doing things and obeying the Lord. And the nice thing about that is that the Holy Spirit will always be polite about it. He's never going to make you feel condemnation, never going to make you feel guilty for not obeying what he's asked you to do in those moments. The Holy Spirit will bring conviction, but that's different than condemnation. Conviction leads you to repentance. Condemnation drives you to despair. Another way that God communicates to us is through the events of our lives. Whenever we're in a special time of worship and we're singing, we're praising, we're praying, those are moments that God can speak to us through the song. If we've received a blessing in our lives and we know, man, that's really only something that is possible because God made it possible, because God is the one who blessed me in this, that's another way that he can speak to us. Whether we're going through trials, tribulations, these are also tools that God uses not only to build our character, but to position ourselves to be able to listen to him. God also communicates to us through people. And this one can be a little tricky because of the fact that there are people out there who don't have the right heart and who want to just speak because they can speak. So it's important that if somebody is talking to you and they're saying, hey, God told me to tell you this, take it, pray about it, and confirm with God that that was actually Him. There's no harm in doing that. It's actually something that is very encouraged because if somebody is speaking into your life, you want to make sure that that's God, not something that they're saying simply because they think that that's something that you should listen to and have a part of your life. There's a difference between somebody saying, hey, you look really nice today. Whether or not God prompted them to do that, it's something that we should receive because somebody's not going to tell you that simply because. But there's a difference between a compliment and somebody actually telling you, hey, God has been telling me to tell you to take this path versus that path. If somebody actually goes up to you and says that, be very polite, be kind, and say thank you so much, I appreciate it, but take some time to pray about it. Pray like God, you send somebody specifically to tell me something, I just want to make sure that it's you, and pray until you have peace about it. That way you know exactly what to do and can determine whether it was the Lord or it was not. It's important to prepare our hearts so that we're positioned correctly to listen to the voice of God, to receive what he has to say, and to trust that it's him. So how do we see the nature of God through all this? Well, I think the way that we see the nature of God through him communicating to us is that God will always be gentle with us. God is never going to smack us over the head to try and get a point across he's not going to be rude in any way and even if he's nudging us to do something again he's not going to bring condemnation god will continue to give us tests until we pass them that's the beauty of god that's the nature of who he is he is a forgiving god a redeeming god a gentle god and a god of second chances So as you walk out these next couple of days listening to the voice of God, using all of these tools to position yourself accordingly, I want you to know that I'm going to be praying with you and I'm going to be doing the same because even though you might be at a specific journey or a specific level with listening to the voice of God, maybe you've heard him before, you need a refresher, or maybe you feel like you're acing this subject in our faith journey. I still encourage you to use these tools to get back to the basics. It never hurts to take extra time to position yourself to listen to the voice of God. And as you're doing this, if there's anything that you wanna share with us, I encourage you, drop us a DM on Instagram, at TheologicAls. I'd be so happy to listen to whatever God is speaking to you and encourage you and pray with you during this season. I hope you learned so much throughout our time together. It would mean the world to me if you were to like, rate, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Even take a screenshot of the episode and share it on Instagram. Tag me at Theologicals and let me know what you think. I want to know what you thought and what you want to listen to next. Until next time, this has been Theologicals.